welcome to 90s Horror. I am here with my co-host, Jonathan Moody. Hey, how are you doing, Madeline? Great. How are you doing, John? I'm doing great. Great. And we're here to talk about a 1990s movie, uh, Mirror Mirror, which was my pick. Yeah, which I had never even heard of. Yeah, I can't believe that. I remember running this in the uh, video store when I was a kid, and it had the VHS cover had like a little like uh, aluminum foil tape mirror on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I love like the lenticular covers and all that stuff, so I thought it was like a cool little gimmick, and that's probably what drew me to the movie in the first place. But I remember running it way back in the day. Been a fan ever since. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I mean, if I rented the. I, I don't know if I would have liked this as a kid, honestly. To be honest, I had a, I, I still, and I, you know, I have a little bit better of a one, but I had a really short attention span. So, I think this movie had a couple slow moments that I would have been like, "Yeah, I'm done," you know. Based by the movies I liked when I was younger, and now I'm just like, "Why?" But this one still holds up for me, even though well, I think it this reminds me a little bit of The Dentist. So. Reminds you of the dentist? Yeah, a little bit. It's not the same story, but like it's got that kind of the same kind of pacing a little bit. Well, what, you you probably don't agree, but uh, that's what I, I agree. But I'd love to hear why it reminds you of the dentist because that is fascinating to me. And I don't know. It just seems like one of your picks. You know, it feels like one of your movies. <laughs> you know, this there was this. What was the other? The granny one. Yeah, the granny. The granny. I mean, they all feel like your picks, you know, like of your nineties. So I, I'm Scream. You're Granny. I'm like low budget nineties horror. Yeah. Underseen people haven't really heard of as much as you know the popular ones, like yeah, Tremors or Scream or whatever. Yeah, or uh, yeah, Scream or Halloween, whatever you know. At that time, I mean, but this was great. It was it was creepy. I love movies about um possessed objects, so I guess I'll go into the kind of the plot outline where um this girl and her mother, played by Karen Black, and girl played Megan, played by Rainbow Harvest, who was amazing, and wish we saw her in more stuff. Uh, Did she quit acting or something? I think so. Like, her last movie, I was just looking her up earlier, I don't remember the titles of the movies, but her last movie is not like, 91, I think, or something. So, I guess she quit acting. I thought she was, she's amazing. And, um, but they move into a new house in a new neighborhood, and, um, there's a haunted mirror in there, and, uh, Megan's kind of getting bullied by some of the kids in the school. Well, before then, also, the haunted mirror was there, and then they took it away, and somehow it came back. Yeah. It's a haunted mirror. Yeah. And it was, and it, apparently it wasn't supposed to leave that area or something. It was never supposed to leave. Which they, I guess, don't really explain too much. But Well, they sp- explain it in a letter, like the, a diary, which I thought that was a cool way to add exposition. You know? Yeah, by the uh, people from whatever i don't know the ending a little bit confused me but we'll we'll get to that later because yeah the diary of the people who guess was the people whatever (laughs) go write write some more 
Um, you know, the Megan's get, you know, she makes a best friend with the girl Nikki and everything, but Megan's kind of getting bullied and stuff, so the mirror kind of possesses her. And I love movies again about objects that possess people. This actually kind of went back to Shark Attack Stone. Rewatching it, I realized how much this movie inspired me, but that's beside the point. Hmm. So, you know, as the mirror kind of possesses her, it gives her like kind of special powers and changes all the people who are bullying her and, you know, help her friend out, uh, president and all this stuff. And, you know, it all comes down to a crazy conclusion. And, um, you know, eventually Megan realizes, hey, <laughs> mirrors evil, whatever. And you know, you got the um, antique lady. I can't think of her name right now. I can't even think of a real name. And I think she's she's fairly well known, isn't she? Which one? Like, the one who played like the antique lady. Yeah. So I think she was the chick from Monsters, wasn't she? I think so. Yeah, I knew she was from. I could, I don't think I looked it up. So yeah, so it says, uh, Yvonne De Carlo, okay. uh, who was um, I think she was Lily Monster. You know what? I don't think yeah, I Lily that. Monster, and she was Emmeline, and I'm guessing that was the they never said the antique lady's name, yeah, all the way right. But, uh... well, I... So she reads the diary and everything kind of looks like Mirror's evil, tries to stop it and everything, but obviously Mirror has other plans. Mirror. The Mirror has other plans. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's your basic haunted object possessing, you know, a young girl who already has some, you know, problems and stuff at school and to help her out and things go too far. One of those movies. Which, I like those types of movies. Now, was the mirror trying to, like, get souls or something? You know, I don't even know. That's true. I don't know, either. It, it didn't really explain that. Like a haunted mirror that's kind of possessing her and killing people and stuff. Well, it's her- it's killing people its own like supernatural way, right? So people are are dying. These like it's kind of like Final Destination before Final Destination. Think about it, you know. Yeah. Like the the one girl, uh, the the bitch chick, uh, the one that was like mean to everybody and was trying to go for being president of the school or whatever. What? They had big boobs. And she's the only one who got naked in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was really I was really worried about because I thought they weren't gonna show her tits at all. And of they course. did. They showed a little bit. <laughs> you know, but like they showed her butt. And I was like, oh okay, it's okay, now they are gonna show the tits. And then it then it has like a close up with their not with the you know, and I'm like, oh god, so they're really not gonna like like show that? And then they pull back a little bit and you can kind of see a little nipple. Yeah. You Which I was I mean, I'm not I'm not one guy that like I don't you know, there's porn out there on the internet. Like I don't need to see nudity in these horror films. They don't make them 
they don't make it better or worse. You know, they just, it's just, yeah. it is a staple of that kind of time period, especially, but watching it, like if you're going to, first of all, if you're going to set up, she has like big tits first, you know, and everybody's kind of talking about them then. And then they're going to show nudity. You're like, okay, they're going to show them. But if you, you know, if you didn't show them at all, that would have been just that. That kind of would have been like a nasty tease for the audience. I feel like kind of setting it up for that throughout the whole first part of the movie. It's like, oh yeah, you know, even like her campaign ads and stuff. It's like, oh, vote mm-hmm. for me, vote okay. for you. And on top of that, I didn't think she had that big a bigger rack. You know, like she was okay. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Isn't it really weird to like watch movies where they're set in high school and you're like, ooh, these people are supposed to be like 17 or something? Yeah. I actually looked up how old Rainbow Harvest was. She was she was like mid 20s, I think. I don't know. All the girls and everything, which is fine because you watch it and you're like, oh, I don't feel so creepy. They're probably in their 20s. Yeah. I don't know how old the um, rich bitch was. Yeah, but like seriously though, like if they were close to if they were even eighteen, that's just a little gross to me. Like they were just they were seventeen like maybe a few months ago, you know? I definitely agree. That's probably like why they cast. Yeah, why they cast twenty something year olds. I mean they try to say it's because they've had more life experience they can remember being a teenager and everything, but like who remembers being a teenager more than actual teenagers? So yeah. when they do nudity, it's because they they want the person 20-something years old so that they can not feel creepy about it. Yeah. And and they I mean they can't show nudity for a 17-year-old unless they're Tracy Lords. I did not. You didn't know that like Tracy Lords was in had said she was uh older than she was when she got into porn. She was actually, I think, sixteen. I did not know that. I think it was Tracy Lords. It probably. I wow. could I could be totally wrong. And I don't think she might have she was she naked? Uh, well I know she's been naked and stuff, but all right. Anyway. Sorry, yeah. Tracy Lords, if I got that wrong. <laughs> But yeah, I think the cast did a great job and everything. And I mean, you know, there's no one in this movie here. I'm like, oh, that's not a high schooler. They all kind of feel like high schoolers. I think all yeah. the guys look the same, didn't they? They do. Uh, what's his name? Ron and I forget the other guy's name. Who um, the bitch is dating? They they look very similar. Ron got- and Jeff. Ron and Jeff. That's what it is. Jeff. And yeah. Ron's. He's like asshole, but he's like on the border of asshole and funny. And character a lot. Was he the one that was he the one that um the I'm gonna look up these names. Um uh Charlene. That was the girl with the the big I couldn't so was Ron the one dating Charlene, or was he she he dating, uh, uh, Nikki? Yeah, Ron was dating uh, Nikki. Okay, and then there was Jeff, who um, 
you know, who was dating Charlene and was an asshole too, because, you know, uh, I guess he got like sort of possessed in a way to like fall in love with her or whatever and stuff. And he like asked the mirror or whatever, kind of wished it. She kind of wished it, yeah. And then he's just like, like at one point he's getting his dick sucked. We're going to, and he's like, no. I'm like, oh my god, he really must be possessed because, like, what guy turns down a blowjob? Period. Just and then when, like, no, I gotta go. So get out of my car. I'm like, damn. You know, and he had to go to her house. He's like, get out! Yeah. And then it doesn't even work out when he's with her. Nope. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I thought, like, his dick was, like, going toward her or something. Was only wanted, only wanted Megan. Yeah. I mean, I guess spell or whatever didn't work that long. He's just confused and caught in between. Yeah. And- <laughs> Very confused. And we, which I don't even think is that re- weird until a bit later when she's like, oh, we can't let him leave, can we? Because she's like talking to the mirror. Yeah. That, that, she, she was being like, because like, she knew what was going on. Yeah. And yet she wasn't, and, and maybe she was a little bit possessed by the mirror, you know? Oh. Yeah. Now you said you like movies with like the antique stuff. So does that mean, you know, with the uh like possessed stuff? Does that mean you like the uh, Friday the Thirteenth the series? Yeah, you know what? I need to watch it more. I have only seen a few episodes here and there, and the main episode I remember is when my dad showed me where it was like a tattoo gun. Whatever. What do you call those? Tattoo gun. Tattoo guns. So they are called that. And, like, whatever he would tattoo people, like, the tattoos would come alive. I think I remember a hand coming out of his chest or something. I need to watch that show more. I haven't watched much. Yeah. Um. I The one I that sticks out in my mind is the dollhouse. It's like, yeah. becomes, like, a big-ass dollhouse. And, you know, um, they actually have to go inside and, you know, and all this. Which is pretty cool. Um. But it's been a while since I've seen that show, too. I need to... I need to see if I can get it online. I know my friend had like copies of it on, you know, um, uh, like on the internet and everything, and and down ripped it. But I don't, I don't want that. I want, you know, I want I an know. actual DVD. Release it on DVD, but I don't know. I think so. Um, I could be wrong. I, I think at least in Canada they did. Hold on, let me see. I'm gonna find a two seconds from eBay. Um, the series. Um, yeah, this and series. The only thing I was really mad about was like it had nothing to do with the the movies, you know. Yeah. Okay, was- you can get the full box set of it for like thirty bucks. Oh, that's cheap as shit. Yeah, and it's the complete series too. It's not like just season one. You know, I so. The- I don't know how many uh seasons it was. I think they had like two or three. Yeah. So like I saw that you can get like the first season for like ten bucks plus like three dollars shipping. And I'm like, 
why would I want to like? Because that sounds like it would be like there there would be three. Like it would just be easier to get a box set, you know, of all of them for probably the same amount that you're going to get. What was that? Got them all. No. For cheaper, I mean, why pay ten bucks for one season? Get all three for thirty or. There you go. I think it's three. If it's the two, it's still fine. I have a thirty bucks is still well worth it. So uh let let's see. And so there's so there's some I don't know, like oh so the Nikki character, the friend, what did you think of her? I like Nikki. I think she's a good person and I you know, she genuinely likes Megan. Until her she voice. realizes Megan's cuckoo. But she Hmm? What was that? Oh, we're like I, for some reason it's messing up our audio. So like whenever you speak and share something, and if I'm speaking at the same time, we can't hear each other. Um, no, I was saying like she liked her until she was cuckoo. Yeah, I mean, I still like. I mean, I like Nikki. I think. I think she's a good character, and I think she does care about Megan, but yeah, after things go... At the end, you can tell she still cares about her and everything, I mean... Yeah, well, she just doesn't know what's going on, and when she finds out, you know, that what's going on, she wants to help Megan so they can stop it, basically. And then bad stuff happens. Um, what did you think about the ending? I like the ending. I like how it kind of ends. She wishes every, you know, Nikki wishes everything could go back or whatever, and it kind of goes back to the beginning of the movie. I kind of like how that, you know, kind of wraps around in the beginning. I think that's kind of cool. But what is that? It didn't make I, any sense, did it? No, not really. But I think it's cool. It didn't make any sense. It was like so. So the beginning of the movie, the opening of the movie, is this girl killing another girl, you know, or whatever. And I thought that was the girl who owned the estate or whatever. But no, it like flashes to like you know years later, and it's just they're trying to get rid of the mirror in the house. So, and it was I guess somebody else's estate. So somebody, it was. These years. <laughs> What was, was that? It, who owned that place between all these years? Was it just sitting there? No, because remember they they went into the they said it was somebody's estate, right? I forgot whose estate it was, but they said it it belonged to somebody's estate, and then they were getting rid of everything that was still in that house, you know, like and or in that room or whatever. Yeah, including the diary and then the mirror and stuff. And the mirror, like we said, was supposed to go and then came back. And so there's that great scene I love where uh, the realtor lady comes to the house, you know, or whatever. It says, I need the mirror. And the uh, uh, the girl's like, no, you can't have it. It's mine now. She says it's mine now. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like I don't I don't know if that really works. Like, you know, you know what? Um, they could have got the cops to go get it. 
that would have been an interesting thing because what could the cops have done? You Nothing. Know? For right. Sure. The cops would have gotten killed and stuff. So like literally nobody could take that thing out of there. Um you do know what I hate the most in this movie though, right? Oh I oh the dog dies. As I was Both dogs die. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And I'm like, oh no, John's gonna hate this. <laughs> Both dogs. I was like, oh yeah, no, come on. Dogs, I, I, is that my trademark? Oops. <laughs> uh and, and one of the dogs pisses on the uh on the mirror, and I love that. Like I love that. Asshole mirror. <laughs> You know, but I was like, "Oh man, don't piss on that. He's you're gonna you're gonna die now." And then the other one just dies because he's nosy. You know, kept barking. And man, I was like, "Oh!" And th- did you see how nonchalant the lady is? I mean, I'm sorry, if my dog is missing. You know, has not. You know, just out. Like, oh, he just ran away. I'd be out there fucking looking. You know. Well, she's really upset when her one dog dies and she puts it on the counter. Yeah. But but she found that dog like like that, like murdered like that, you know? Or dead like that. And uh, what would you think of Bill Sanderson? Great. He's funny. His character's <laughs> great. I, he, he and Bill Sather are my two favorite Bills out there, you know? William, William Sather, William Sanderson, just both of them have William S's. If they could both be in a movie together, I would die. You know, actually, I would make that movie. Let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what I can do. I'll make that movie. (laughs) Whenever his character like eating dinner and he's like having whatever visions, and he's like, oh yeah, I got Vietnam flashback. So random. That scene makes me laugh so hard. It's, it's funny, like, but it's so random because he's like he has those visions and then he has those flashbacks and he's like, I gotta go. It's so funny. I don't want to have another one. And Karen Black is so trying to get it get laid. I know. Like, in front of her daughter, too. That's just so awkward. I'll give two fucks. <laughs> well, her daughter has sex. Like in the room next to her, and I'm like, "Really? You're just gonna like bring this guy into your house and fuck yeah, exactly. him?" Hmm. I don't know what her mom would say to that, but her mom, her mom sort of finds out because her mom hears that scream. <laughs> huh? Right? Remember yeah. the mom hears the scream and runs in, and then yeah, uh, it's like, "What's going on?" And body disappear or whatever. Yeah, how convenient that this mirror can just make things just disappear whenever it wants to. You know, like it's it's doing the nosebleed part, which I loved. You know, I love, and I love that scene. Uh, it does the nosebleed scene, and then all, and uh, and while it's doing that, the mirror itself is bleeding, which I thought was pretty cool. So I was like, oh, so it's gonna do that for each like thing that it does? Nope, you never yeah. see something like that again. But it's so. It was cool the first time. Yeah, they should they should have kept with that. Like every time, it's okay. doing something. You see, like if it's if it's killing somebody with water, you see kind of water dripping from it, or 
whatever, but I guess they can what? That would have been a good idea, but you know, maybe for Mirror Mirror the remake, because you know no three sequels. the the requel. Sequels. Three sequels. Well, there are sequels, right? But I've heard they're sort of like the second one sort of is a sequel to the first one, but the third one kind of goes off the rails from what I've understood. Almost a porno with Billy Drago. And uh and Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo's in part two. Mm. Oh, is he in part that? two? Oh. I like uh, part. I think it's underrated. Okay, and then uh was it uh yeah, so anybody big in it part four? Now. No. See, you know what that sort of reminds me of uh uh Cry in the Wild series. You ever watch those? What? No, I haven't. Like the White Wolves, you know, series. So in the right White Wolf series, what? Watch one of them when I was in school, but I think we might have talked about it before. Yeah. So in, in part one, there's Jared Rushton. Who's the little kid from Big that was like Tom Hanks's friend, you know, and everything? Then in part two, it's the kid who was the like small Tom Hanks and Mark Paul Gosler and and fucking Amy DeLins and Matt McCoy. It's got a huge cast of like people that you know, right? Then the third one had like Jesse from Saved by the Bell. So I continued with the Saved by the Bell thing and I had a bunch of other people that. You know, you know what I mean? From things. Yeah. But then part four, the fourth one, and like Mercedes McNabb and some other guy that I've never heard. So I had like one star you heard of. And so you could tell by the fourth one, they were like running out of money, you know, and stuff. And it got lower budget. I feel like that probably happened with part uh, four. You know, they can probably afford huge stars by the time they make a fourth movie. And Mark Ruffalo in part two, he was also in The Dentist. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that today because uh, Dustin Hubbard uh, told him I was I watched Mirror Mirror and he said that Mark Ruffalo was in it. I was like, oh, and Madeline Deering picked a movie that had a series with Mark Ruffalo in it. Jeez, what, what a shocker. <laughs> I mean, it's not they're not similar like in the same sense at all like they're not the same they're they don't even have the same kind of humor or anything in it but you know i just for some reason these movies just have that feel of like something that you said you got it from the video store you said that about the granny and you said that about the dentist these are your video store movies that you just pick yeah different different from what i pick yeah, I, I would pick Hellraiser, or I pick well, not for '90s, but you know, uh, I pick uh, Scream. I'd pick, you know, all these other things that I have picked. They're a little bit more popular, a little bit more. Yours is like sort of cult stuff that people still yeah. know. You know, I want to stuff more to light. You know, hopefully people will check them out. Well, I feel like it's good to have that in the '90s horror stuff because. Uh, I I pick the more popular ones that more people probably would have seen, you know, and you pick the ones that the cult people have seen. So the people, the popular people can watch 
the the you listen to the the cult ones and be like oh that sounds like an interesting movie and the cult ones can be like oh yeah i know those popular you know right <laughs> um what so trying to think so what else uh what else was crazy in this movie like i, I think about ron making a sandwich being like yo yo because that part cracked me the fuck up every time i'm trying to remember like, that scene my god right before it um ron dies he's making a sandwich in the kitchen and he's like acting like it's a big like football game or something he's like Oh yeah, putting on you know the balloon, whatever salami and whatever, and then he's like, "Oh mayo, mayo." The crowd says mayo, and it's funny as hell. I gotta so, rewatch that because I don't know if that was on my Tubi. Did you watch on- the Tubi? Because I don't know, I put my Blu-ray. And I have a beautiful Blu-ray restoration and widescreen, of course, misplaced it. And Tubi looks like the VHS, which is kind of cool. It's like yeah, not. it does feel like VHS, doesn't it? Code Red or Dark Forest Entertainment put on a nice Blu-ray of one and two. Huh? Wait, why didn't they do the whole four? Is there a rights issue? I honestly don't know, but I think three should just stay buried. Why is everybody like so like I gotta watch three? Because all four of them are on Tubi. Oh. But like I gotta watch three, a uh, two and three, but like I watch. I want to watch three because everybody's like saying, tra- because like Mike Michael McGlynn, when I did uh, horror film lovers, I told him after the after the podcast, oh yeah, I gotta watch this Mirror Mirror. He goes, oh, I remember Mirror Mirror. I loved one and two, but three was so weird and out there, different than the other two that I was just like, I don't, I don't want to watch this. And I never watched four because of it, and it's like, oh four okay, that bad, but it's not great. Three so is- the the movies kind of declined after the first yeah. two. Yeah, it declined. Wait, would you say this is like the Jaws movies or something? Like, first, is part I four mean, like Jaws: The Revenge or? It is. I don't insult Jaws: The Revenge. Hey, Jaws: The Revenge has one of the greatest scenes where somebody gets there. Where uh, was it? The one of the Brodies. Uh, the uh, is that Michael or it's not. Sean, Sean Brody, gets his arm bit off by a shark and starts screaming after he realizes his arm is off, not before. Again, I love the revenge. I do not like Mirror Mirror 3. You do not like which one? Mirror Mirror 3. Okay. Four is a. I love Jaws 3 and I love Jaws the Revenge. Jaws 3 was fun. And Jaws Revenge had moments, but it's it's terrible. Come on. It's bad. It's ridiculous fun. Now, Jaws 2 just got released on 4K. And so I'm wondering if they're going to release part uh, 3 and 4. Like, I don't understand why why you would even put 2 out there, even though it's still a good movie, but why you would would put 2 on 4K and not 3 and 4. Eventually, they probably I guess they're going to see how well two does and then, you know, and then three and then see how well three does and then be four. But Shaw's four and 4K, that would be, that would be worth it. Amazing. And if Jaws three had the glasses, no, that would be worth it. I mean, I have a 3D TV, so I've watched Jaws 
the only way to watch Jaws three. Yeah, with the shark coming through, breaking the glass, and going, you know. Slowly, and it's like. Exactly, everything is so slow motion, and it's just uh. But anyway, um, we're not here. To, well, we might be here to talk about. Actually, we can't, because Jaws: The uh, Revenge was 1987, I think. So yeah. it still died in the 80s. You know, it didn't go. It didn't make it to the 90s, which. I'm surprised, like, I know Jaws the Revenge was not that good, but, uh, you know, according to, like, a lot of people don't like that movie. Now, a lot of people do, like Madeline, you know, but a lot of people don't. The shark movie. Right, you, lo- you love your shark movies. Um, in fact, for 80s horror, uh, Rebecca and I will be talking about Blades, which is Jaws with the lawnmower. Lawnmower. That's a great movie. It's been so many years since I've seen it. But I just watched it yesterday because we were, or wait, is it yesterday or the day before? We were actually supposed to do it yesterday, but unfortunately, um, allergies happened for Rebecca and she needs to do it next week. So we're doing it next Wednesday. And so we'll be talking about Blades. I'm excited because, you know, that's, yeah, it's a silly, it's a silly movie. Um, but it was meant to be Jaws, like literally scene, scene for scene, you know, just with everything changed. And uh, and what was cool about Mirror Mirror was like, when you think of Mirror Mirror, you think of that that thing that people say, like in Cinderella, I think it was, or Snow White, one of those, one of the fairy tales, like Mirror Mirror on the wall, you know. Yeah. And this was not on a wall. Yeah. Could have been cool if it were on a wall. You know? I love the mirror. And I don't did, know why. Did you kind of, want the mirror? I would love the mirror. I would love a replica of the mirror. I just made a post about that on Facebook. because I love the look of the mirror. I think it's really cool and unique. Could you buy that? Could you buy that mirror? Like a replica of that? I don't know where the hell you would even look. <laughs> but yeah, how do you how do you even describe it? Into Google to find out if there is one for sale. Mirror, mirror, nineteen ninety mirror, and nothing will come up. I, it was just the posters for Mirror, Mirror will pop up. I think probably because it, it'll just get confused. Be like, wait, you want the Mirror, Mirror movie, right? Not the Mirror of the Mirror, Mirror. <laughs> well, I think um, they need to let me do a sequel. And then I'll have to have a replica made, and then I'll keep it there. And then you'll just keep it. How do you get the rights to that? I don't know. Uh, God, his name's escaping me. The uh, producer of a uh, all of them. He produced Jimmy Lefton. Jimmy what? Jimmy Lefton. I think that's his name. He also did the music, and I love the score to this movie. Like they put this score on vinyl, wouldn't need it. I love the music in this movie. Um, Vinyl's coming back in a big way. I know. Vision's always releasing new vinyls, or at least Mirror Mirror. Fine. But no, I think this is a great score. Uh, Jimmy Lefton, I think, probably owns the rights, because I think it was his son or daughter, I don't remember who, who directed the fourth one, which, again, wasn't great. But at least they kept that in the so here's funny funny thing connection. 
Uh, Jimmy Lifton in, I think that's his name. Is that what it says on here? James, uh, wait, uh, James E. Lifton. Um, he produced this movie, but he also produced Blood Money, which stars Tracy Lords. Oh shit! So everything goes back, you know, like full circle. Um, but yeah, he he did. All four mirror mirrors, and yeah, Paulette Victor Lifton. So it was a female. Uh, I was guess it was his daughter directed yeah. the uh, fourth one. And uh, but he's he's a big producer. Like, well, not really, but he's produced a lot of indie kind of stuff. Is he still around? Can you? I don't know. I mean, he's alive. It doesn't say he died. Um, yeah. I don't know, a revival or something, you know? Let me find out if we can find him on LinkedIn. See, this is how I do it. I do my stalker mode where I I, like I find these people. Then, <clears throat> you know, I there was another movie. I'm not going to say what because I don't want people trying to find, find it and, and steal it from me. But I wanted the rights to a certain movie. So I contacted the producer of it right or no it was the, the director one of them and i contacted the lady and she said um and i found her she was now like a therapist right oh, wow. so i i went to her website went to her email because you know so you can ask her a question yeah <laughs> so i asked her is you are you the you know the lady who produced this movie blah 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 I was just wondering if you know who had the rights to the series. Blah, blah, blah. And she wrote me back. And she said, thank you very much, Jonathan. You have a lot of ingenuity, you know, or whatever, you know, uh, you know, to, for doing this. Um, I do not own the rights. The rights are owned by this person. So I would uh, contact them if you, you know, if you want, but good luck. And I hope you're able to, to get the rights, you know, or whatever. Awesome. Yeah. Got her blessing. Cause I think she was like, I want to say she was a director of like something. So, or, or producer. So I just asked her, but you have to do it, man. Like what's the worst that can happen? They say no. Or yeah, they exactly. tell you how much you need. <laughs> and then you, that's when you go and find investors who can help you raise that money so you can make the movie, you know? Right. I mean, yeah. I, I understand, like, you know, with you, Madeline, you've done Spirit Animal, and you're doing Bathtub Shark Attack, and you're doing all these cool, like, little indie projects, but you wanted to go, I, I think you want to go bigger, right? You know? Bigger here and there. Right. And if you could get the rights to Mirror Mirror, you can make a pretty cool... Yeah, that would know, be Even awesome. indie, you can make it. If you could make it cool, like, indie-wise, you know, I mean, all you'd have to do is have the mirror... And you could do all these cool special effects. You could have indeed people attached to it. And then you can make just a $50,000 mirror mirror. And it would still be just as good as the stuff that's being made these days. Or back then. You know, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, this movie probably didn't have a huge budget. I don't think so. You know, I mean, you know, they had to pay Karen Black. You know, she was the big star. But you get a big star like... uh um, God, I'm blanking. Brink Stevens or something, you know. 
and then you've got you've got your new your new mama you know or whatever you know or or somebody barbara crampton she'd be great i'd love to work with barbara crampton who wouldn't Exactly. Idiots. Yeah. Idiots are the only people who wouldn't want to work with Barbara Crampton <laughs> because because uh, Barbara Crampton is a is a gem. Um, <laughs> and she wants to like because she retired for a little bit, you know, or whatever. Now she's back out of retirement, and I've seen some posts from her, and she's like, when this strike is over, she's she's diving back in, you know, like she wants to. She's bored right now she wants to get back into to making films and unfortunately she's sag so she can't uh she can't work on these indie projects unless you had a lot of, well actually even a lot of people won't work on anything right now to this sag strike which hopefully by the time this video or this audio comes out it'll be over That's let's tough. pray yeah let's pray that that happens because uh, it's been way too long already, you know. Crazy. And everybody's gonna be mad in the fall when no shows are gonna be out. It's gonna be nothing but reruns. So, um, I'm I'm gonna miss my Law and Order Special Victims unit. You know, I watch that like every freaking Friday when it comes on Peacock. You know. Or got into it. Yep. So uh, let's. Um, okay. So we didn't even really mention much about Karen Black and her character too much, did we? Funny. She was great. I wanted her. I wanted her more stuff. What? I wanted her more stuff and more yeah. scenes. Yeah, she's not in it a ton. Like she's in it consistently, but you know. You know, and throughout the movie until her demise. Spoiler alert. But she's not in that whole lot. But I do like her character. And it's like, you know, Megan's mother, who's just already going through a lot and whatever. And, you know, can kind of probably be kind of relatable to people. Like, yeah. I don't know, town and having a rough time, whatever. I think she's a good character. I do too. Oh, and I forgot Ned Ryerson is in this movie. Who's that? Ned Ned Ryerson from Groundhog Day. Oh shit. I've seen Groundhog Day, but I can't think of who he is. So he was an obnoxious, well, somewhat obnoxious guy. That well, Phil was obnoxious, you know, Bill Murray's character. But Bill Murray's walking out and he's like, Phil, Phil Connors. He's like, Yes. And he's like, Ned, Ned Ryerson. We knew each other and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I, I don't, you know, I don't remember you. So each time he sees him, he says, Ned, Ned Ryerson, until one day he just like punches him. Others, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that he was great. He was in, uh, so Stephen Tobolowski, I think is that you say his name. Uh, he was in stuff like I, I want to say he was in like Dexter and other shows like that. No, he was in Californication and just a bunch of different, you know, TV shows. And so whenever I see him pop up, and he was the teacher in this movie. Um, yeah. Okay. I got you. 
the kind of asshole teacher who's like I love the asshole for some reason. I think he's funny. He, and he was funny, but he was kind of a dick. Yeah. I hope this is the start of a new trend. Everybody being all uh get uh, punk, I guess, and they were they were doing that to make fun of her, but like did it really yeah, fine. Whatever. Like it's a good style, whatever. I know, like did it really make fun of her? I thought everybody looked cool. <laughs> like, I know. I thought. I know, like I, I, I like remember they were all talking together. Oh, this is gonna be so funny, blah blah blah. And then they do it, and I'm like, what was really funny about it? <laughs> it just was sort of like, I don't know, it was, it was cute, you know. Everybody's all punk looking and some of them look gorgeous as punk, you know. So I was like, I I like the punk look, you know? Yeah. And I will tell you, the first time I saw what like well earlier today, when I first saw it, I saw uh where I you see the mom walk in, she's looking around the house and everything, and she says, uh, you know, Megan, you know, right? And you see Megan, and I was like, Is that a girl who's trying to be Winona Ryder and uh that's exactly how it feels, actually. Beetlejuice, right? Like, I, I was like, "Where's, where's uh, uh, the father? You know, or whatever." Jeffrey Jones's character, I think it was Jeffrey Jones's character, right? Yeah, the father. But then you see William Sanderson, and he kind of has this. Well, you you know, he has this. Uh, look to him like you know with the little ponytail thing going or whatever his hair like that I was like oh so that's for the you know that was that was before Jeffrey Jones was eek. you know he's like canceled right no I don't actually so I haven't he, really yeah he uh he's a child molester he got in jail prison for that yeah and so he'll never work in Hollywood probably ever again. Good. Yeah. And that's why uh if you look at the new Beetlejuice 2 cast, it's not in it. So yeah. but Catherine O'Hara is back, so that'll be great. Yeah. I can't believe they're going through with it finally. Right, <laughs> finally. We've all been waiting for it and uh we all thought it was just never gonna happen again. Like because Tim Burton just keeps doing other shit and whatever yeah. and and it just never happened. But now they're they're finally doing it because they found their girl. They found in Jenna Ortega, and she's she is the next Lydia, basically, you know. Um, but I mean, and I saw the some of the first pilot of uh of uh the Adams Family show Wednesday. I wasn't all that into it, but I was never that into Adams Family. So really, that much. I'm not even a, like a huge Tim Burton fan of him. Like his early stuff, whatever you know, Beetlejuice, Batman, whatever. I'm just not a huge fan of his, so I'm just kind of. I like his early stuff. I, Beetlejuice, Batman, but Ed Wood is my favorite movie of all time. So like, he may not be my favorite director of all time, but that movie is by far my favorite movie. No, oh, um, but that's because of Johnny Depp and all uh, the whole cast. Period. You know. Like he's a good director, but he hasn't made anything I've really enjoyed or really wanted to watch in many years. So, yeah, offense. 
I, I he has a lot of fans who still enjoy his stuff. He's just, you know, not my not your cup of tea. Exactly. Um, but yeah, he was, he was somebody's cup of tea because he keeps making movies. So, uh, but he does stuff like weird shit, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and then, um, what? Unless it didn't do anything for me, and the Alice in Wonderland remake didn't do anything for me. I don't even know if I really watched the whole thing on a play. What is this obsession with everybody having big heads? I don't know. Like, you look at Alice in Wonderland, everybody had the big fucking head and shit and stuff, and then uh, Sleepy Hollow, fucking, uh, I always remember Johnny Depp having a big head and that and everything, and going, well, this looks weird. I don't. You don't want to dive into the Tim Burton psyche of why he likes people having big heads? That's a... I do. Though, I will say, one of my other favorite movies of his, A Big Fish... And that's a really good one. What? Yeah, I've never seen that, so maybe I should watch that. Yeah, it, it is good, it, but it doesn't feel like the typical Tim Burton. I think that's what I liked about it, because I think I was so tired of like at that time, like Mars Attacks and um, all of the typical gothic, you know, like Tim Mars. Uh... Mars Attacks is okay, but it, it it's not as funny as I was hoping it would be i don't know you know me i'm a little picky sometimes with my comedies we we know this from our it's always sunny in philadelphia things because you yeah. love you you love the this last season a little bit more than i did and yeah. uh, i i was not that into it because i find things like oh we oh we have a bathroom oh we have another bedroom i didn't know about oh my god i'm I like probably- really like Frank is that dumb that he wouldn't just walk into a room and go, "What is this room?" Hmm. It's Frank. What more do you need to say? I don't know. He was, but I it's... I didn't even see what the point of it was. Like other than a joke, because they don't ever really use it again. Like we don't see it again. Well, I mean that's true, but it was. If you're going to do that, if you're going to introduce something like that, like introduce it for the rest of the series, have them be meeting and talking in Frank's new bedroom, you know, or something. No, and I can agree with that. They could have ran with it a little bit. but Yeah, otherwise it's just like, this is just a throwaway gag that makes it funny because now uh, Charlie has to walk. So that's the only funny bit in that. So he has to walk further to get to to the door you know, to open it for people, you know? And then he has to do it more than once. And that's the funny bit is like he just keeps getting annoyed by this, you know? So anyway, I don't know. I'm once again, I'm picky with comedies. You and I are different on comedies. I can tell um, our humor is a little bit different, which is fine. And this movie had some comedy to it a little bit, but really, it was it was it was definitely more horror driven. Yeah, it's more of a serious take. I don't think there was too much comedy in here. Yeah, there might have been like one or two like little bits, but really not Man. much. Yeah. So I was eh, like, I, I mean, I like this a lot. I want to watch. I think I would like it if I did buy the Blu-ray at some point. You said Code Red released yep. it. Code Red is owned by Kino Lorber, so I love them. So I'll 
didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know uh, Code Red was owned by Kino Lover for some reason. Yeah, I found that out um a while back because I was doing sales, you know? They had like Kino Lover sale and I saw the strangeness on there, which I've never watched. I still haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna I'm going to because I'm probably gonna review it for uh if I don't review it for eighties horror, I'll probably review it for horror film lovers, uh you know, like just a a, a quick review thing. Um But uh, I, I've been wanting to watch that because it sounds kind of fun. Have you heard of that? The Strangeness? I don't think I have. Uh, John Ward recommended it to me. So I was like, yeah, I'll check it out and stuff. And it was from Code Red. And I got it on the Kino sale. Like it was like 10 bucks or something on the Kino sale. So I was like, good deal. So I bought it. And uh, I think it was going out of print too or something. So I bought it. It might even be less than ten bucks. It was something like that, and uh, I I got it, and it's like it came to me, and I thought it was a Kino release, right? Comes to me, and it's Code Red, and I'm like, that's weird. But then I looked it up and found out that Code Red and Kino are basically Code Red is the sub subsidiary or whatever of uh, of Kino because they, um, I think they specialize more more horror like low budget horror stuff that you know which would make sense if they do the mirror 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 and they do uh exactly they did mirror mirror one and two like it's that and i think you said that's did... a double feature oh no they're separate blu-rays oh okay so you just buy mirror mirror one and two interesting let me see let me see how much it costs on to let everybody know on the kino lorver site if it's even on there because I don't know why it wouldn't if it, you know. Um, mirror. Mirror. Uh, crap. They don't. Yeah, they don't have it uh, listed on here. So it's not on the Kino Lorber. That's weird. So where did you get it? Do you remember? I got... The first one at a local store, Ides in Pittsburgh, and I got the second one off Amazon. Mirror, mirror, Blu-ray. Let's see. Of course, it's got the mirror, mirror, uh, Disney mirror, mirror, or whatever. Of course, it's the Julia Roberts one. It's weird. It's not pulling up anything on eBay. I'll have to look into it and find out, but. I'm sure you guys can find it if you Google Mirror Mirror and Yeah. Look it up and find it on Blu-ray. I think I would I would definitely want to check it out. Does that have good special features? Yeah, I remember watching some of the special features because I know I had interviews with Jimmy Lefton and all that stuff. Uh talking about how the movie came to be and stuff. He was talking with one I think as co-producers. Um it's been a while since I've watched special features. And the second one had like a really cool like video um you know it was like a video promo that you'd send to video stores or whatever and it was like 10 minutes long just about orphan video which they talk about too and they didn't do too many movies uh, but that was the company that produced the mirror mirror one and two mm -hmm. so both have, both are worth a pickup And good restorations and everything. I don't remember if it has a commentary.
Man, I had a... Oh, shit. Oh, it's Shout. It says Shout Factory. Mirror Mirror? Yeah. I thought Dark... I thought Dark Force Entertainment put that out, and they're like the same as Code Red, basically. I don't know. It's saying Shout on this eBay thing. Or Macari. It's like 68 bucks. Fuck that shit. Like, um, no offense, but... Well, look how... What was that? I using my phone to record my. Look it up on Amazon. Uh... But I know I got the first one. I had like a. It was like a 20% off sale at a store nearby. And I bought the first one there. And I had a slipcover and everything. And the second one I bought off Amazon. Hmm. Let me see. It's product details. Yeah, you're right. Dark Force Entertainment. But they're owned by Code Red, if I'm not mistaken, or Code. They're because their website always has Code Red stuff. So I thought mm. they were like, I don't, I don't know, Dark Force Entertainment. That's who I have never heard of them, so I'd have to look into that. But uh, that's cool. Like, yeah, I, I saw thirty bucks for a Mirror Mirror. You know that that might be more worth it. Sixty eight bucks? No, 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 no. No, Sorry, no, no. I don't. I don't. For one movie itself, like I do not pay that much. All right, well, right. sort of not true, in a way. I'm spending forty bucks on one series of movies that you know, but it's a uh, the Heather Puckley series from Chris Seaver. So you know, uh, and that's I like I think three or four. I think it's three movies. So for forty bucks, it's almost like twelve, thirteen bucks a movie, which worth it to me because I've been wanting that. Since, I've been wanting it for a long time, and I've been like super excited, and finally, it's getting um, it's getting released, and uh, so uh, Chris knows I'm, I'm I mean I'm already ordered, I've already pretty much put in a pre order for it, you know, to come out, um. But yeah, it's, uh, that's the only thing I'd spend. But that's to give to like somebody who's like an indie person, you know. It's not like I'm giving to like a big ass studio. Exactly. Yep. Well, uh, that about covers it, right? Like, is there anything else you wanted to mention about the movie? That scene with Karen Black and the uh, reason I'm afraid of those garbage disposals. You're afraid to stick your hand down there now? I I think the same thing happens, in, and that's funny, because I was just making a post about the Marinus and the Lamp and uh, Amityville 4, The Evil Escapes. And I think the same thing happens in the Amityville Evil Escapes, if I'm mistaken. Uh, is that one of the actual Amityville movies? It's the one with the lamp. It's a made-for-TV fourth movie. Because both... I, I don't like the... I don't like the... Every other person in the world makes an Amityville movie. Original series. That was part four of the original series. Of the actual series. <laughs> um, before they, before it became, oh yeah, you can make a Amityville movie in your backyard. Pretty much. Watch, somebody's going to make a movie called Amityville Backyard. It's coming, don't worry. Amityville everything. 
Yeah, Amityville, everything is so annoying. But, but you uh, know. Of the garbage disposal. Garbage disposal was pretty cool. I've always thought they were a little bit scary, and that's probably because I watched too many horror movies. With, no. with, with that happening, right? What? With, like, you've watched too many movies with that actually happening. Somebody sticking their hand out and getting... But and that it, was a little over the top. I don't think that, like, all the blood would splatter like that, you know? But still. It was cool. It looked cool, you know? Yeah. I but liked her death. I think this movie has some creative depth. And, you know, when uh, Charlene, like, how she dies is very... I crazy. mean, she died with the pipes, like, you know, frying yeah. her or something, right? Pretty Basically... Got a lot of creative stuff in it. I just think it's super easy. A little long, would have cut it down 10 minutes, probably, but overall, I love it. Yeah. Eh. It was it was a little long. It was like an hour and 43 minutes, and it, it should have been cut down like 10 minutes, maybe. I agree. Hour 35. Yeah, an hour and 30, hour 35, something like that. But, but you know, it's funny because Michael and I did uh, Victor Crowley for Horror Film Lovers. That's an hour and 22 minutes, and that goes by like that. You know? And it's funny because like I was like, wait, how did the time fly like that? You know? But it's because you're, you're like, you're in there, you know? And everything. This movie's a little slow because it, uh, it's just a little long. And if it, I think if it cut out, cut it down. I don't know where it could have cut, but I mean, because I almost think, like, the good thing about this movie is, like, almost every scene kind of made sense for the next scene, you know? And, uh... I think it's relatable. Still, people in high school, whatever, going to school, whatever. I love the characters. And, yeah, like you said, every every scene does make sense, even though I, I think they, they could have probably found a way to cut a little bit out here and there. Overall. The director's cut. Yeah. Actually, usually the director's cut adds another 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. This so is what you... I wanted to put into the movie that they wouldn't allow me to. Oh, let's add footage to make people buy it, and that doesn't make the movie any better. Usually movies should be shorter than they are. Usually, not always. We'll make the unrated cut uh, mainly because we don't want to go back to the rating boards, but we'll say it's because we want to add 10 more minutes of footage that doesn't really need to be in the movie. Exactly. I remember how many times I bought an unrated cut thing. Oh, more gore, and it was just like more talking scenes. There were. <laughs> more cursing, which would make it unrated because if you put that in there, sometimes it'll be like, I think like Clerks almost got an NC-17. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it almost got an NC seventeen. And uh um because of the all the all the F words, man, there's a lot of F F bombs and, and cursing and all that in that movie. It's a, it's a potty mouth movie. I know South Park bigger, longer, and uncut. They had to like change a couple words to avoid an N C seventeen or something. It's called uncut, though. Like, why did they? 
I mean, why did they even cut anything? Who knows? Well, Is that's it... like Erica. I mean, they basically just put in that, you know, pooping and stuff in the sex scene just to fuck with the MPAA. MPAA. I just bought the Blu-ray of Orgasmo today. Blu-ray? Yeah. Maybe old DVD. I didn't yeah, they got a they got a Blu-ray and it's got the theatrical and uh unrated version. That's such a good fucking movie. Yeah. And it's it's one of the few like that not a lot of people have seen, you know, or whatever, you know, like when you talk to some people, they're like, I've never heard like they think it's a porno because you know. Yeah, it's I mean, about the porno business. I Great movie. Um, um, was it? Uh, yeah. So Trey Parker, Matt Stone, or just and I already bought Basketball on Blu-ray just recently. So right there, have the DVD. Love Basketball. Underrated. Underrated as hell. Yeah, I I absolutely everything that South Park guys did, Team America. Um. Animal Everything movies. was just so funny, and uh, I'm kind of sad because they really haven't done that in a while. They haven't made a. They need to just go make an indie film again, you know. I and I love South Park. I love South Park, but just make more movies. Make a Book of Mormon movie. Have you ever seen the Book of Mormon musical? It's fucking amazing. My parents did, I think, or or they're going to one of the two, like on Broadway. You know, or whatever, but I think they ended up not going. But they wanted to because they thought it sounded hilarious and and so whatnot. Good. I'd uh, love to see them play in a movie. I'd love to see them do another movie. And as much as I love South Park, I'd be okay if they were to leave that behind and just make movies. But... Just make movies, man. You know, Orgasmo, Cannibal the Musical, everything um, they pulled. Everything they like, yeah, Cannibal the Musical. You would not think that a movie that's done as a student film yeah. would be literally that good. But every every line is almost like as if they were already doing South Park, you know? Exactly. I mean, they're they're just geniuses. They are. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of sad because I don't think D and Bahar works with them anymore, and I love that dude. I think that guy's hilarious, you know, yeah. but. He's still funny in like everything else he does. Like I think he worked on uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, remake movie about the circus people or whatever. You know what I I'm talking about? No, the movie you mean? I can't think of that. But yeah, he was in that, and so he got to work with Guillermo del Toro. I'm like, suck, lucky son of a bitch. You know how awesome is that? It's just like. He him to me is like kind of like Sean Whalen. You see Sean Whalen pop up in like everything, and you're like, "That's a roach from fucking people under the stairs," you know. Um, that's awesome. Like, I'm just so happy that these guys are out there still, make you know, making awesome shit, still being an awesome shit, you know. But uh, yeah. Uh, well, I I would just tell everybody here. Please watch Mirror Mirror uh, any way you can. If you can buy it online, um, feel free to get it. If you have to watch it on Tubi, uh, definitely check it out on Tubi because like, it does feel like very uh, – it, it's not very cleaned up, and it, it, it feels like a VHS movie. Which is how I watched it originally. 
Yeah. So you watched on VHS and you were probably like, you know, probably had tracking problems. And I, the one thing I don't like is when people put that into their movies. Um, I watched one indie flick. I'm not going to mention the name. I turned it off after like two minutes because I just could not stand the everything just all flicky and, and everything on purpose. I'm like, that just takes away my fun of it, you know? It doesn't look like a, a movie made in that time period. It just they just add that stuff to make it look, you know, and it's obnoxious. Yeah. Um, the only people who can do that are the Grindhouse, like Robert Rodriguez and Tarantino. To me, like everybody else who does it, it just looks bad, you know. So, anywho, uh, thank you guys for checking this out. Thank you, Maddie, for recommending this. I think we I think we talked about it all, right? Yeah. So go watch it. Uh, check out William Sanderson's little ponytail thingy that he's got going on his hair. And uh in the Vietnam War and how he has flashbacks. <laughs> Very awkwardly at dinner. Fucking hilarious. Says he has flashbacks. And but I think that the the mirror made him have flashbacks specifically. Yeah. They, he, like, like the mirror set it off. Well, this mirror knows what you think. Remember, the lady said, Remember, it can read your mind. So it, it knew. But I'm like, Why did it like fuck with this guy? You know, he wasn't even near the mirror. You know, he was like, like Pat Cemetery or whatever. Not Pat Cemetery. You know, yeah, I mean. he was the one taking care of the pets, you know, the dead pet, the dead dog. Poor little baby. Once but, again, yeah. you kill a dog in a movie, I hate you. No. And they do that because they know people love that and people are going to be emotional about this. You know, every time I see a pet, uh, every time I see a pet in a movie, period, whether it be horror, whether it be comedy, whatever, I'm like, don't let him die. Don't let him die. You know, that's Thank why you, I like. I had to stop watching that uh um that that Mike White movie with Molly Shannon about the year of the dog. You ever seen that? Uh it's literally about a, a woman whose dog dies and like the tragedy that like and it sort of makes her it, it sort of somehow it makes her stronger. I don't know. I don't know how. Because I watched up to the dog dying in maybe a few minutes. I was like, nope, this is too, nope, nope, I can't do it. Not ready yet to watch something that, like, eh, nope. I'm like that scene in freaking Cop Out. Nope, 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 hell no, nope. Best scene in the that crappy movie. Anyway. So, uh, with that being said, thank you, Maddie, once again, and everybody else. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next month, where I think, if I'm correct, that'll be the last episode of the season. I want to say, is that what we're playing? So, be, yeah, you don't know. You're just going by what I I do. So, I think it's the last episode of the season, and then we'll be back in I think January. For a brand new up season, if you're up for it, Maddie. I don't know. Always up for it. Good. I'm glad that you're like into this show. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. 
Well, you just love talking about all the movies that you randomly, you know, like we randomly yeah. watched in the 90s. You know, yeah. I might, I may find this. I got, a, I got an idea of what I want to end it on. And I'll tell you in a second, but I can't, I can't tell anybody because it's going to be a surprise. Because I may change my mind, but I have an idea. So, all right, everybody. Uh, thank you guys for checking this out and hope you enjoyed it. Thank Bye. you. Sure.